Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, I know we've been going, but Shattuck left, so it's kind of different. 860-522-9842. There's a a feeling in the air that this is a different election year, at least around the country. Story today from um, NBC News about Los Angeles and San Francisco, about voters there may rebuke the left in primary votes today. An ex-Republican billionaire could be the next mayor of Los Angeles. And in San Francisco, voters may oust their headline-grabbing reformist district attorney. The idea is that there's a confluence of events. On the one hand, you have overreach on the part of Democrats who are trying to hold back their, the progressive wing of the party from not bringing them so far to the left that they get slapped back by voters, and and I think they've largely failed. And then you have the damage that has been done, whether by natural forces economically or by bad decisions economically, both of which I, I assume are always occurring, but particularly during this era. I mean, the whole idea that that Joe Biden aggressively went for inflationary policies uh, just a year ago, and and failed to get one of his huge ones through. And, and uh, that's being lamented as the big failure of his administration right now, is that he didn't get Build Back Better passed. So anyway, I wanted to ask you what you think about this. What What is your feeling? First of all, is this going on nationally in your mind? Are we in a situation where the Democrats are, have overreached in a, enough so the average not paying that much attention voter can start to understand how destructive their policies are. That big government means bad government. 
Well, government means bad government. And the smaller you keep it, the less plundering goes on, the less destruction occurs. I mean, that's just my view of government. You could put conservatives in charge of government, and they would start to grow it, too, because they would forget all about trying to conserve small government because they're in government. That's the nature of it. So even if you had the good guys running the government, even when you have the good guys running the government, they grow the debt. They grow the waste. They don't cut back because the natural laws of physics of government are to win elections, not to pursue good policy. And winning elections means keeping the money flowing. That's the easiest way to win elections. And that's, in my mind, at the, at the, at the core, at the root of what goes on in politics. It's not so much philosophical except for the philosophy of victory. We want to stay in power. And the Democrats have the position of let's not even pretend to care about the American system or government, which is based on small government. That's why, by the way, I, I use the term communists. I used, to, I used to be careful not to use the word because it's a provocative word, and it sounds like I'm just loosely speaking, but that's not my intention at all. My intention is to be very accurate. That is anything, there, there is a small government philosophy, the understanding that government is an evil force because it is a force of power. And the, the more power it gets, the more power it wants, and the more power it takes. That's part of the laws of political physics, it seems to me. So you have to be aware of that always. They are, you're, you're either fighting to keep government smaller or you are essentially a communist because communism is simply saying up front that our goal is not to have a free society our goal is not to respect the rights of individuals this is what you say when you create a socialist or a communist country our goal is to have the government be big right off the bat we don't want to have to con you to get your money that's what a socialist or a communist government is. Therefore, as soon as you're stepping away permanently, like the left is, from the idea of small government, absolutely against small government the left is, what you're saying is we're communists because that's where it's going to end up, inevitably, because it only goes in one direction. It keeps getting worse. Government keeps getting bigger. So I'm not being reckless when I call the left communists. I'm not... I'm not just trying to use provocative jargon. I'm trying to be accurate. The Democratic Party does not ever reduce the size of government. It does not discuss reducing the size of government. It has total control, and it increases dramatically the size of government all the time. That's just how it goes. So that's the story we have to live with. And that's why I prefer Republicans. Now, Republicans aren't much better, but they are better. And the advantage of having a team that leans your way in power is that you can have influence over them. It's hard for, for, for normal people to have any influence over 
the uh, party they haven't voted for and haven't supported. The only chance you have to influence a Democrat is if you're running around supporting Democrats, going to their events, knowing them and having them know that you support the idea of communism. And if you do that, then you can have some influence. That's how it works. It's that simple. How about that? Agree or disagree? 860-522-9842. But the, the real question is, do you see this dynamic going on? Do you see trouble for the left? Because that's what is going on around the country. And part two is, do you see that also going on in Connecticut? Or do you see Connecticut as immune from the, you know, would, would you say this, for example? Yes, that's going on around the country. But it's not going to happen in Connecticut. 860-522-9842. That's what I want to know from you, what your answer is to that question. Because I feel that certainly um, every state's different. And Connecticut is more liberal than most states, but not the most liberal by a long shot. But still, a lot of people feel it just can't have it happen here. A lot of people feel Connecticut is done. It's toast that some kind of tipping point has been reached where the number of people packed into uh, the Democratic strongholds and their ability to manipulate elections using paper ballots, unsupervised ballots, has, has grown so powerful that there's no longer a chance for people who want to save the state to save the state by electing Republicans. 860-522-9842. That's what I would like to know from you, please, if you would be so kind as to join in the conversation. Let's try Wayne in Bristol. Hi, Wayne. Hey, how you doing, Todd? So, What's uh, going on? I just wanted to say I, I absolutely agree with what you, you just spoke about there. Says with that, you know, with the uh, about the uh, about communism and and big yeah, government. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. it, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Well, so, do you see it as a savable thing? Do you do? You, is there any hope in your mind that Connecticut will come to its senses this year? And vote well, for some Republicans to try to get some balance in the state government. Well, I, I, I'm kind of, you know, what Joe Biden is doing. I, I'm kind of, you know, in a way, it's sad to say, but I hope he continues because if, if any people with common sense can see that America is going the wrong way, you know, and says, I, I think he does have time to fix things, but he doesn't got much more time to do it. So continue on, please, Democrats, because I see the red wave coming. I don't know about Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah. But I hope there are some changes in Connecticut. Yeah. I would like to see Blumenthal gone. I would like to see Chris Murphy gone. And I'd like to see our governor gone. Yeah, Blumenthal is vulnerable. He is. And and Ned Lamont is vulnerable. Ned is, is a daffy duck. And he's not capable, really, of responding to events. He's only capable of responding in his rich, arrogant, uh, detached way. You hire expensive people who you think have done a good job maybe in the past, and you hand the ball over to them and hope they can bring you across the finish line. That's his approach. And well, I don't think it's the kind of year for that, that approach. I'll tell you, tell you one other thing, like I said, because I know myself and I hope other Republicans do this. Everybody that I get a chance to talk to, 
And there is a, a, a lot of people who who really don't know or they don't care. And just explaining to some people, hey, you need to go register. We need to get rid of these people. They've been in control of this state for 40 years, and look what they've done for this state. Are they doing it? one of the highest tax states in the nation? You need to change them. Well, Wayne, that's a good speech. I hope a lot of people absorb it and uh, and feel the same way. Thank you, sir, for the call. 860-522-9842. See, that's not complicated, is it? Let's try Bill and Granby. Hi, Bill. Hey, Todd. Yeah, so Connecticut's toast. There's, it's way past the tipping point. Democratic control in the legislature for 30 years or so. The, you know, the only possible thing that might happen, but I don't think it will, is that a Republican governor might get elected, but it, that doesn't really mean anything. That's just a counterbalance to a legislature that's already controlled by the Democrats. So nothing really will happen if that happens, which I don't think it will. Um, the, the local towns and munis, I go to the I go to our town meeting and I'm involved in the budget discussions and budget workshops. And the local towns in Connecticut are awash in Biden bucks and awash in COVID pennies from heaven. Mm-hmm. They've got more money than they've ever had, even though, you know, our finances, have uh, the structural way that we run our state has never been worse or mismanaged. Mm-hmm. So there's. There's no reason, you know, they're benefiting from Biden being in office because the blue states are being rewarded. And to be fair, to your point, you know, I'm really a libertarian, but I'm registered as a Republican for all the reasons you described. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Trump did the same thing. Trump rewarded, for the most part, rewarded the red states and the states that went along with his agenda when when he was elected. So, yes, but it it strikes me, Bill, that what's going on right now is so dramatic, the destruction of our civilization, that average people who would vote for Democrats naively aren't even noticing that all that money is washing through the state. Yeah, I agree. See, I think it's a conundrum because... You know, the, 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 the educational elites, the professors, the municipal elites that are protected by the unions, the police and the teachers, there's a lot of really good people I know that don't agree with this far-left, crazy, radical agenda. That's right. But they, but they vote blue because the bottom line is for their personal paycheck and their home and their pension and their health and welfare benefits, and because of their career, if they vote blue, that is in their self-interest. But that's Even, what's so interesting now is we see a lot of those people switching sides, like police officers, because their gut is they believe in the American system of government, they believe in American values, and they realize that they can't support those people anymore. Bill, thank you for the call. We've got to get a break in. More calls coming up on WTIC. Oh, it's fun. An election year. Everybody gets riled up. We'll go to North Haven next. Hi, Matt. Oh, hi. Uh, can you hear me? Nope. Can't hear a can word you hear you're saying, but I can hear everything you're thinking, and I'm thinking okay. that you're... Okay, I, I hope you can understand that. You made a commun- uh, communist comment, and uh, yes. I'm just wondering if you really understand the, the true uh, uh, meaning of that, because... Uh, um, I went and worked in Russia right after communism fell apart. And uh, what I saw there was after 70 years of communism, which in theory should have meant that the government controlled everything Mm -hmm. and equally distributed everything. So everybody should have had about the same things. The problem was that it was trickle-down economics, if you really look at it. Because when I went there and 
just turn on public television and, uh, at, you know, ad after ad was telling people how to squeeze out the last piece of, of toothpaste out of their tube. And everybody, and when I walked down and looked at the bakery, the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, fruit stands and all that stuff, there was nothing there. But when that, that city, Moscow, that I was in had the most 800 series Mercedes, all with, you know, chauffeurs being driven around. They went to their dachas and they had their Italian supermarkets that I went into because I was a Westerner and they were stocked to the top. So that was 70 years of trickle-down economics. Well, I don't think that's trickle-down at all. I think what that is is they did exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted a small cabal of powerful people to control everything. And they followed a system that was not market-driven. The result of that is nobody has anything. The government takes all the resources, and this is what big government does. It crushes the ability of normal people to do business and to engage in enterprise. And there are no supply chains, basically, except what the black market can deliver. And that's what you just described. Well, not, not quite. I, you know, I think everybody on the, um, the right uh, touts this 2017 tax bill as being so great. Well, don't economy. change the subject. Tell me, no, no, tell me what no, no. I'm getting wrong about what you just described, because that sounds like when you've got a few rich people driving a fancy Mercedes and everybody else has nothing, that's communism. Right. But, uh, yeah, but that's what you're saying the Democrats are trying to do. I don't think so. When they're, when they're giving out the uh, income to the lower-level people, pushing uh, higher wages for people uh, from, to $15, and, and now they're, they're actually being choosy about which positions they go out and get, I, I don't think they're trying to build top-down. They're building bottom-up. They're not building bottom-up. They're destroying of they because they're taking away free choice, Matt. You can't go get a job if you are somebody who cannot command $19 an hour or $15 an hour, whatever the minimum wage turns out to be, you, you, you lose the freedom. The government is making the rule about who gets to have a job, and they're changing that based on who they see their voters as being. The more power you put in the hands of government, the more it uses for its own benefit. And we're getting destroyed by the government shutting down our society during the, uh, you know, shutting down businesses and, and people's ability to go to school. Do you think these school shootings, for example, don't have anything to do with the fact that that uh, the, the there's an enormous disruption to normal daily life? The government steps in and makes a mess of everything. So I, I, I see it as very synonymous. And we don't want the government making decisions about what businesses pay people because that leads to government control of the businesses, exactly the Soviet model. Maureen, hi, you're on WTIC. Oh, hi, how are you? Thank you for the call, Maureen. What's on your mind? Um, I just want to say that I haven't listened to AM radio in years, and it just happened to uh, hit the wrong button, and you guys came on, and I'm listening, <laughs> and I'm like, I've lived in Connecticut all my life, born and raised. I was uh, one of 12 children. Dad worked for General Motors. We were staunch Democrats, union Democrats, and I have watched the state turn into a shite hole. I uh, worked for, I worked for big unions and watched as they just don't protect the uh, employees. It's all about protecting the losers that are doing something wrong and, and, and 
when we went through COVID, the unions weren't protecting us. We were stuffed into masks and Mm -hmm. made to go home and you were harassed to be vaccinated and you were threatened to be fired. And even Lamont has certain jobs in the state of Connecticut where you have to be vaccinated. Um, he's a total leftist. I'm watching Blumenthal and Danang Dick with their gun. Okay, okay. Their- Skip the litany, though. We know the litany, but where does that bring you in terms of your understanding of reality and then the accidental push of the button today? Pull that all together for us. What accidental push? Oh, oh, reality. Reality is, for me, that um, I can't retire in the state of Connecticut, just like everybody. We're all leaving because it'll suck up all of your money. Um, reality is I'm also a fighter. I'm looking at Stepanowski and the elections that we had. I voted for him and I watched as he was winning that night and in the morning it had changed. We still have the stupid machines and he just kind of walked away. There was no, there was no fight. So I'm not thrilled with what, you know, I, I sure hope the guy is for real, but you know, I I don't know. It's Connecticut is so corrupt um, and as I said, when you have the unions backing you and the money um, and the Hartford current, you know, we are we are behind the lines. That's the way I put it. I have family that have left. They're down. They're not in Connecticut. And uh, I'm like, I'm still behind the lines because so you have to vote mail in ballots. So we're going to have another little COVID's going to come around or a variant. And this guy will uh, go by the CDC. He has no right. He has no authority. We're going to be the abortion capital of the United States. People better wake up. Thank you, Maureen. It's great to hear from you. I hope now you're going to be voluntarily tuning into WTIC. (laughs) I just might do that, sir. Have a great day. (laughs) Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, so we're talking about the um, whether there is hope or not. I feel very hopeful because I think that when the largest number of people start to believe something, that's when it becomes no longer true. And I think the largest number of people now believe that Connecticut can't be saved, that there is no counter countervailing power that is going to bring things back but we've got the power and when things get bad enough that the average person can understand that they really just have to shake off the government instead of passively uh, voting with approval for bad stuff that's when we have a chance 8605229842 the rant line number 8607514698 8607514698 Christine stay with us we'll take your call first when we continue and uh, then Rob Sampson will be here as well on WTIC Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, yeah. WTIC. Thanks for being here. On a Tuesday afternoon, we're going to talk to Rob Sampson in a minute. Let's get Christine from Middletown in first. Hi, Christine. Hi, good afternoon, sir. Um, we talk about a glide towards communism here, and I have a couple funny stories about Blumenthal and uh, Emperor Ned. Um, I'm a conservative trans woman. I serve on Middletown's LGBTQIA plus commission. Uh-huh. Um, last week at the uh, Pride flag raising ceremony, Blumenthal came down, and um, I introduced myself. I said, um, thank you for coming. I'm a conservative trans woman, and um, it's nice that we brought people together. And I gave him a hug, and when I did that, if looks could kill, sir, I would have been dead and fried right there on the spot. And then come Saturday for our parade, Blumenthal shows up again, buys the witch, and Emperor Ned. Emperor Ned comes with his fingernails done. And he does this after spending all this money on these stupid propaganda songs. And um, he's going to institute one of these Ministry of, Ministry of Truths for how much more money out of their pockets. Yeah. I don't know, it's just, to me, it was just a phony 
follow up for the Well, for that's, uh, you know, they're in the business of phoniness. I think that's how politics rolls. Thank you, Christine. Good to hear from you. 860-522-9842. We'll take more phone calls in a little while, but right now we've got Rob Sampson here, state senator from Wolcott. Hi, Rob. Hey, Todd Feinberg. How are you? We haven't talked to you. I think it's been since the uh, session wrapped up. Is that right? Uh, not sure. May have stopped once after that, but uh, delighted to reconnect with you. Just been doing honest work these days, trying to make a living. Trying to make a living so you can afford to go into a session again next year. Yes, it's it's one of the, the frustrations of serving in the Connecticut uh, legislature in that um, there's this uh, thought about whether it's a, truly a part-time job or a full-time job. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that uh, if you're doing that job in any kind of way that matters, it's really going to interfere with your ability to earn an income. Uh, so I really crank it out in the summer. i got to work hard so that I can afford to pay my bills and keep fighting for freedom. Well, thank you for doing that. So what's on your mind these days in terms of the the political moment that we're in? Sure. Well, I've been enjoying the uh, the callers today, exceptional callers, and the conversation about the potential for a red wave and things like that. Uh, and you know me, Todd. I, I've always been uh, certainly on the conservative wing of Connecticut's Republican Party and certainly probably the most conservative member of the General Assembly in either chamber. You are um, virtually and, the conservative wing unto yourself. Yeah, there are a couple of other uh, amazing and great people, too. So I, I don't there are, to, but, uh, but all you know, it's a small it's a, you know, it doesn't take a big cockpit to have you guys fly in the plane. That's right. You can count them on one hand. Uh, and out of 187 total legislators, uh, that, that's a hard thing to hear. Uh, and I, and my, I guess my biggest frustration with the Connecticut Republican Party is that um, we don't have never really had, at least in the last 10 years or so, that I've been really, really uh, involved, uh, a, a brand that people can identify and say, what does this party stand for? And uh, I was very pleased today that uh, something on that, um, you know, thought uh, uh, notion changed uh, because the House and Senate Republicans uh, actually today came together and we put forward a program called Affordable Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it goes right to the heart of what this uh, next election is going to be about. And I think it's a tremendous opportunity to to help, uh, you know, increase Republican chances uh, in this upcoming November election. Does this have to do with the the uh, request for a special session? Yes, we're requesting a special session to provide tax relief to Connecticut residents. Uh, you know, the Democrats are going to try and make this election about anything but uh, their uh, policies that have really done damage uh, across the country and certainly in Connecticut. Uh, they, you know, they want to talk about guns. They want to talk about abortion. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the things that are affecting people in Connecticut are the rising cost of living, uh, certainly gas prices, the cost of goods and services, uh, the crime wave that continues to affect our state. Uh, and the fact of the matter is the state of Connecticut, I heard one of your recent callers just say that the towns uh, have loads of money, but so does the state of Connecticut. The state of Connecticut has the largest budget surplus uh, that it's had uh, as long as anyone can remember. It's uh, close to $3 billion. And uh, the fact of the matter is that the Democrats don't want to give any of that money back to their constituents. Uh, We tried during the budget uh, debate on the final days of the legislative session to offer amendments to uh, provide real tax relief to Connecticut citizens to kind of offset the increased cost of living and inflation. uh, And they voted it down. So we're going to travel around the state now. We're going to try and hold some rallies and we're going to try and encourage people, um, you know, to push back. 
Um, one, one interesting thing I just wanted to say about uh, the whole conversation about um, Republicans versus Democrats or slash communists. Um, I think that any politician in any party will do the right thing if the people that they represent are demanding it hard enough, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so pleased to see you um, and Tom and others on the radio actually making more patriots and changing hearts and minds, because that's the only way we're ever going to take back this state and this country. Yes, ultimately, that is a democratic system where the government responds to the will of the people. And if people are engaged and expressing properly their views and and into the political marketplace, then the political marketplace has to respond to what the dominant theme is. And and we'll start to see the ship of state change. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly. I I mean, there's precious few examples in Connecticut because I think— in large part, people view Connecticut as a blue state. I think Republicans uh, across Connecticut are somewhat demoralized and uh, frustrated. Uh, but we have had some success in recent years. I mean, uh, the fact that there are a few uh, strong conservatives in the legislature, we prevented uh, some bad gun control this past year. Um, there uh, have been uh, major pushes to prevent bad policy, like tolls is the, is the number one example. Um, you know, the public option for health insurance. You, you can make a list of things that Democrats have wanted to do, but Republicans, especially when they've been effective at engaging the public, mm-hmm. have been able to change their tune. And that's the hope with this Affordable Connecticut plan, which is around $750 million in excess overtaxation, I would call it, money that is sitting in the state's coffers as a result partly of, uh, you know, the Biden administration printing money and driving up uh, inflation and and devaluing the dollar, but also because when there's inflation and goods and services cost more, obviously the state takes in more tax revenue. And the right thing to do is to return that money back to the citizens. So we have this plan, which has income tax relief. It expands the gas tax holiday to include diesel, uh, because obviously our trucks that are delivering our, our, our goods are running on diesel, and that's only going to be reflected in the price of things. Uh, repealing the truck tax, which is a sneaky tax the Democrats passed at the end of the 2019 session that also drives up the cost of everything we buy. Uh, a modest reduction in the sales tax. Um, all of these things together add up to around $750 million that we can give back to the uh, residents of Connecticut because it's their money. We're talking to State Senator Rob Sampson. Rob, why is it the right thing to do? It it strikes me that if the government has extra money sitting around because tax receipts or in uh, jumped enormously because of the evil rich people making money in the stock market, or if there's a, a bunch of money because the federal government sent a bunch of money to cover up all the problems here, it, why isn't it the right thing to do with that money to use it to pay down the enormous debt that the state's carrying that that costs regular taxpayers a huge amount of money every year. Well, I couldn't agree more, Todd. Um, and in fact, uh, you know, the debt service that we uh, pay in our state budget, I don't know what the number is to last time I looked at, it, I think it was around 12%. So, uh, you know, you know, that's a substantial portion of tax dollars that uh, residents are paying every year effectively for no services, just to pay off the uh, enormous debt that we have. Um, but I will tell you that included in the uh, plan, uh, we do not alter or diminish the amount of money, which is going to be a record amount of money placed into paying off our pension and long-term obligations this year, uh, which is only just maybe one of the few positives that the Lamont administration actually has engaged in. Sorry, what's the positive that 
the Lamont administration has done? I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they do in their budget package offer to pay down a substantial amount of our long-term obligations and pension debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what and else do you we're want? We're not interfering with that because I, I agree with you 100% that we have got to, got to do that for sure. What else do you want us to know about this, this uh, new action from the Republican Party? Well, uh, I will give out the website, which is affordableconnecticut.com. Uh, and in fact, there is a um, petition there uh, that people can sign up. Uh, and we're going to try and use public pressure to uh, put the Democrats in a position where uh, a majority of Connecticut residents are demanding their own money back. And uh, maybe we'll get a special session out of the deal. And if nothing else, the Democrats will be on record um, either agreeing with uh, doing the right thing for Connecticut residents or not. And uh, that will be helpful come this uh, November election. Well, that's the Um, important thing about pushing back, right, is is you you want to squeeze the Democrats so they have to assert that their goal is to keep government expensive. Absolutely right. And that's obvious to your listeners and obviously to you and me. But I don't know that the average person who is certainly being impacted directly has given a lot of thought to Connecticut politics other than, oh, my God, the uh, the gas is five bucks. And well, what am I going to do when it's six dollars? And and a great number of senior citizens uh, today that are uh, reaching out to me concerned not so much about the cost of things today, but mm. the uh, coming uh, winter and how yes. much, uh, you know, uh, you know, home heating oil, oil. And gas is going to cost. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well, talk about that for a sec. What how are people going to get through the winter? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen if uh, on the federal level, there is not any real significant relief uh, for gas and oil prices. Um, we include in our affordable Connecticut package um, the gas tax holiday on diesel. And we also uh, have uh, a plan to expand a program in Connecticut called LIHEAP. Um, I'm not really uh, the, the, the greatest advocate, as you know, for entitlement programs, but I am very concerned about senior citizens in the state of Connecticut who are already paying exorbitant uh, property taxes and their ability uh, to survive on Social Security income or pension income to be able to pay their bills and to be able to heat their home. So we're going to we're going to devote uh, 92 million out of that 750 million dollar package to expanding the life heat program for that purpose. We're talking to State Senator Rob Sampson from Wilkett. If you can stay around a few more minutes, we can talk a few more minutes, Rob. I'd love to. Thank you, sir. We will take a quick break and continue with Rob on WTIC. Thank you for being here. It's WTIC. We're talking with State Senator Rob Sampson from Wolcott. Thanks for staying around, Rob. What else is on your mind as you watch this larger political environment and you think about how Connecticut integrates into it? You heard our conversation about whether that wave is going to break and how hard it's going to break in the state. Do you see potential for good things happening here? Uh, I would like to say yes. Uh, Certainly in the House of Representatives, I think there's a distinct chance of picking up a great number of seats. Uh, In the Senate, I actually just yesterday went through the SEC, which is the State Election Enforcement Commission website, uh, rather the Secretary of State's website, to look at all of the candidates that have filed. Mm-hmm. And I'm concerned because I don't know that we actually have enough candidates, even in place, uh, that are strong enough to get us to a Republican majority. And, and we desperately need one, Todd. There's nothing's going to change in this state, certainly the direction that we're traveling in, uh, until we have a Republican majority in one or both chambers. Um, you know, it's, it's a frustration to me. And, you know, 
being kind of a voice uh, for the conservative wing of the party, I hear from a great many people expressing frustration over our candidates that we have for statewide office. Many of the legislative candidates, um, you know, they consider to be weaker Republicans or more moderate Republicans. And, you know, and I share that also. Uh, but I want to remind people that, you know, we can't always get the perfect candidate in every situation. Uh, we can try and encourage them and leverage them to be more and more conservative. But the only way things change is if we put Republicans in a majority, because then all of the bad policies, you know, the big gun control bills and the CBAC agreement that gives $40,000 of the raises to state employees, those things happen because the Democrats are in the majority. If those if the Republicans are in the majority, those things are never even brought up. So there is not even a chance that they're going to be voted in. And that's the reason why we've got to support Republican candidates across the board. And we've got to continue to push them to be more conservative. And I will certainly do that. Um, But we can't just give up on our Republican candidates because they're not perfect. Well, also, this is just the physics of politics. When you have been in the minority, you attract less exciting candidates until people start to see that there's a path to victory and then progress gets made. Right. We've got to make it popular to have Republican values in this state. And once we do, uh, trust me when I tell you, Republicans will become more Republican and Democrats will become more Republican, too. Well, there you go. All right. Well, let's get to work on that, Rob. Okay. Uh, You can count on me every time. (laughs) Rob Sampson, thanks for being here. Great to talk with you. Always my pleasure, Todd. Thanks a lot. Bye. All righty. 860-522-9842. Rob is a serious believer in the American system of government, so we like to have him on as often as we can. Okay, back to the phone, Stephen Weathersfield. Hi, Stephen. Good afternoon. Thanks for the call. Boy, boy you guys do a lot of commercials. Unbelievable. But anyways, uh, in reference to the state elections, if, if there ever was a time that the Republicans should have captured the governor's house it was four years ago, and it didn't happen. Now we got stuck with the same candidate. The situation is far worse, and he's not running any different a campaign, number one. Number two, what? Oh, who's the Senate candidate that endorsed by the Republican Party? Claritas or whatever? Yes, Themis Claritas. She's not even in the news media, per se, okay? And I read the hard print. I, I listen. I go on the Internet and I listen to the talk show. She's hardly available or, or, or making statements or what have you. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, it's one thing not to have the proper brand, but you don't have the proper candidates. And I, and I, and I don't think you need a majority of Republicans to get the proper candidates. Well, okay? just to they be fair, proper there... message. On the Senate race, there are three people running, and nobody has nobody has but, been chosen yet to be the Republican nominee. So they're focused but, on each other; they're not reaching out to the general public yet. But still, it, the issues are there, and they're not grabbing it. Well, you know th- that that's what happens in the fall. They've got a no, 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 no. It happens right now in the grassroots, if you will. Okay, it, when people it, are hungry and hurting. Okay, yeah, that's well, the point. No, you're missing the point, Steve. It's just premature for that. And then on the the governor's race, the same dynamic. There's a lot of there's a lot of, I think, um, building blocks being put into place. But you haven't seen a campaign yet from Bob Stefanowski. They're at the early stages of that as well. The general rule of thumb is that campaigns don't really get going until after summer because people aren't paying attention in summer. And and, uh, we haven't even gotten officially to summer yet. So. 
that th there will be whatever. I'm not saying anything's going to be perfect. I'm just saying it's premature to, to uh, throw in the towel or to feel depressed about it. Thank you for the call, sir. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.